Radio Sega Winterfest 2019. It's that time of the year again. It's Winterfest on Radio Sega, and that means we've dug Radio Redux out from the cupboard that we keep it in. You know, next to those gifts that you're going to re-gift. It's like the gift that keeps on giving, but once a year. Yeah. We've got lots of chat and music over the next couple of hours, and we're going to start it off with some Sonic Forces, because why not? This is Fighting Onward for Spaceport. Here's John Underdown.
Ah, oh, there we go. Fighting onward, the spaceport. John under down there from the Sonic Forces vocal tracks. If it's double X, because I don't know, something Wave Master just loves apparently. Maybe it's just Jun. Double X for tracks because we're cool and we're Sonic and we're still channeling the '90s apparently. Whatever the case, the On the Edge album. Now, I still get to play Sonic Forces, um, mainly just the fact that it really didn't grab me at the time and still continues to fail to do so. Um, but it's actually a topic that divides the LMC crew quite a lot. I know Titans Creed is very pro Sonic Forces as a game. Uh, and as a, as a sort of fun experience. I know a number of other members of the LMC crew, as I term the uh, ex expanded staff of uh, Last Minute Continue uh, don't like it in the slightest and I can kind of understand their the reasons why that might be the case but um, for me personally especially in the last year I've actually grown a deep appreciation for the music of Sonic Falls and especially the stuff that's actually on that On The Edge album if you've yet to hear it because you've not had the opportunity because you've not were interested in Sonic Forces or what have you, I would very much recommend um, one, getting hold of the album yourself two, uh, listening to it perhaps on YouTube if you want to want to do that, or three when all of this winter stuff is done on Radio Sega, perhaps start putting in some requests via the request system for Sonic Forces related music. Seriously, it's really, really good. And among the best music that the Sonic franchise has put out in a long time, sorry, I'm not that keen on the Mania stuff. Does that, that, much like the game doesn't grab me for Forces, the music doesn't grab me for Mania? I don't know why. It, it's one of those, it should, but it doesn't. Just me. Anyway. Hello, once again, as I say, Radio Redux here. The, uh, podcast radio show as was from uh what well, was sonic rex and has obviously been for many many years now last minute continue hello i'm kevin who's also known as a uk and archange uk or used to be once upon a time in the dim and distant past the uh sonic related community manager for sega europe among other things and just the big boss of last minute continue now welcoming you back to uh, Radio Redux. What 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 is this? What show would be this? This is nine oh. This is uh, my show note number is nine oh four. So that would be two episode two hundred and four. Our fourth year of doing Winterfest. Radio Sega inviting us back yet again to take the show out of the mothballs, dust it down, give it a quick once over with the Hoover. You know, it's probably the spider nesting somewhere in the. Uh, in where radio D, where auto DJ used to be, because this isn't this isn't actually being uh, broadcast live. If you're actually listening to this on Radio Sega during Winterfest, uh, I'm because I am a busy man now. When when haven't I been? Let's be honest. Uh, but because I am a busy man uh, and I don't have the time to go through the absolute faff of setting up all the DJ stuff again on this computer because I remember what a pain in the backside it was last time um, there's, no we're not broadcasting this live sorry this is on the recording this is me actually speaking on the 14th of December so uh, as, I'm, as I'm speaking to you via this microphone Winterfest is actually going on already 
And we've already had some great stuff on, like the return of Sega Driven's uh, Cyber Razor Cut. With Lewis, old Sonic Goda, doing his bit. That was nice to see him back. Turbo's back! Turbo, who basically, him and Biafra kept Sega Sonic Radio, if you remember that. Kept that going for years, just pretty much on his own. He's back, brought the original Turbo Drive Live back for a show, which is uh, great to see. We're going to see if we can get like the archive of Turbo Drive Live shows up on Last Minute Continuous. That's what Last Minute Continuous is slowly turning into, just like archiving all the old crap from, <laughs> from the community. Uh, it really is. To, to that end, I'm actually, one well, of the things I'm actually doing at the minute is I'm collating a lot of old Summer of Sonic related videos from channels that have like been defunct, etc. Uh, and getting that, and we've got some stuff uh, already from likes of uh, Sega Nerds. Sega Nerds are like giving me their archive stuff. Um, ben, who's also known as Rio, and um, he had another name as well in the community. He's giving me his stuff. Uh, Sega Shiro giving me their stuff. And we're going to put put a lot together. There's 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 a lot of stuff actually, old Summer Sonic stuff that you guys might not have seen before. There's a heck of a lot of stuff that I didn't know existed, it turns out. But we're gonna we're sort of rescuing it from from these various places. So um if you're not familiar with, with Radio Redux, uh, because we've been around for ages and I know we've we've sort of just gone to this sort of format of once a year, we'll put out a show just because, you know, people actually enjoy it. Uh, Radio Redux, if you're not familiar with with me, Kevin, and everything else, we don't actually play by the rules because we were doing our own thing beforehand before coming radio saying stuff. so this is the point in you know the winterfest weekend or three days as it is this is the point where the idea of it being radio sega kind of just sort of like disappears we sort of draw a curtain over it and pretend that actually there isn't like rules for that because really just doesn't care since when did lmc care about anything regarding the rules we just do our own thing we do, we do our own thing, people remember us vaguely, and they come back occasionally and wonder why there isn't any more music to download on the, on the site. That's pretty much it. Um, actually, we spend our time just making videos and doing uh, Let's Plays and stuff nowadays, and we're far more happy about that, believe it or not. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on, on Twitch. Follow us everywhere, actually. Funnily enough, we're on uh, Twitter, at LastMinContinue. We're on Twitch. Twitch TV forward slash last minute continue. Uh, it's forward slash last minute continue for Facebook. It's forward slash uh, last minute continue for Instagram, which is sort of a joint me one. Anyway, lots and lots of stuff. But so because of this, anyway, getting back to the point I was trying to make once upon a time, we actually don't, we're not, you know, constrained, if you like, by those rules and guidelines. That means I can play whatever So it means that, that whilst there will be Sega stuff on, it's two hours for goodness sake, we can have Sega and Sonic related stuff. You've had some, we just had some for goodness sake, we started the show off with it. But um, it does mean that I get to do stuff like say, hmm, I don't know, the next track's from Undertale. Incidentally, the next track's from Undertale. Uh, we've got Snowy from uh, Toby Fox there from, from Undertale. 
then we're gonna go we're gonna rewind it back many years to tom clancy's splinter cell double agent the most festive game you could possibly think of uh and the track iceland fight which is very good by uh michael mccann and uh those are the next two tracks coming up and what we'll do is we'll, we'll have some another track after that but i'll tell you about that at the time okay so when you come back i'll tell you a little bit more about what's going on today what's been happening with me the last year we'll have a little bit of a chat a little bit of a natter some laughs some jokes some more music there's lots of it coming to coming today uh from all manner of sources remixes too stuff you've not heard you should enjoy it we'll be right back first up though here's undertale
Uh, that's the way I like it for Metal Harbor, the Sonic Adventure music experience version, obviously from Sonic Adventure 2. You know what? Uh, I was very fortunate to be able to go to the Sonic Adventure music experience live in the UK that happened uh, earlier in December. Uh, it was a it was a Zumbra Sonic presents, which is basically Adam and Sven present. Because uh, apart from me, no one else knew that it was even a matter of discussion that happening. Um, that was. That that was an interesting thing earlier this year. I will admit they. Um, I, I had heard that this was potentially this was being discussed. I heard about that beginning of twenty eighteen from Sven in passing at one of our sort of reg, regular meetings. That, that oh they've been discussing the possibility of it you know happening and what have you and you know yeah it wasn't really happening. Didn't hear anything else after that at all. And nobody else in the Summer of Sonic team knew. And then all of a sudden it was announced and it was Summer of Sonic Presents and the rest of the team, i.e. you know, the guys that have been around for a decade doing Summer of Sonic where everybody were like Oh Um Hmm I guess that's happening then. Awkward Whatever the case, it was great to see Jun, obviously, up on stage performing. Uh, Sven and I'm doing a fantastic job getting that funded and through uh, with all the various higgledy-piggledy bits in the way behind the scenes that you would come to expect from having to, you know, work with both sides of the Atlantic and Japan with Sega. Politics doesn't exist anymore there, kids. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, loads of fun. Great to see everybody. Even better, actually, because all the Summer Sonic guys were like together. All the LMC guys uh, and the sort of associated guys. Um, we were sort of all like Sega driven and and what have you. And and we we also radio radio. So we were all together, like in the because we all sort of met up and we're in we're in the pub and everyone was everyone else was queuing up in the cold still. And they were like waiting to go, waiting to go in still, and it was it was taking forever. It was taking for it's always going to take forever. And it was, oh, okay, well, well, you know, screw this. We've earned it. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna just stay in the pub, uh, and just have drinks and, and chat and socialize. And there was all went out together, and the people were going, oh, there are people still coming. There's people still coming into the queue. It was like, yeah, yeah, we did. But it was such a long queue, and we literally got in as the show was starting uh, for our group. Um, but we were still able to you know, get you know, a pretty decent view on things. But the, the fact that we, I don't know, a lot of people were very upset in that queue, and I can obviously understand why. We were having a whale of a time, we were ripping the piss. Out of absolutely everything that was going on, ripping the piss out of delay. We were making up fantastical stories of what Sven and Adam were doing, because because we sort of went oh, it went from oh we're not working to wait we're not working this. We don't have to. We wait. It's not our fault if it goes wrong. It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter if, if, if it goes up. We, we don't have to worry about, oh, there's no stress. There's no stress. It's just a question of just standing around me and mates chatting. This is really nice. We could get used to this. Um, yeah, you guys do all the work from now on. I think this is great. So, um, so, so getting there, seeing Jun uh, perform on stage uh, with the other members of the band was a fantastic. I didn't. The reason why I play Metal Harbor there, Metal Harbor, there, I because it's like the first time I've like heard Metal Harbor played live. Uh, I suspect that would be the same for quite a lot of the people that were there. And I didn't realise how much I needed that in my life. That's what I said to folks after. I didn't realise how much I needed to experience Metal Harbour live in my life. That, that, that to me, was you know, one of the highlights of the thing. Although, in, in utter fairness, the, the true highlight was Act, the drummer, um, whose birthday it was on the day, actually. Uh, as Jin revealed, but Jin also said that he grew up with Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure music, Adventure 2 and, and what have you. Um, and a spontaneous and extremely sincere chant started up. One of us, one of us, one of us. And I honestly, it ranks up there in terms of the moments I have been most proud of that community, um, of, the, of the Sega community. And I, they've always been welcoming, most of them, always been welcoming uh, in terms of everything that's going on, uh, in terms of they've, they've always been incredibly inclusive and I've defended Sonic fans to the hilt in other companies and what have you because it was there's this reputation that obviously Sonic fans have and I suspect will continue to have you know forever but they've always 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 been so inclusive long before it was you know the thing to be they always that and they reached and the fact that the crowd reached out to act and just like like you are what you are one of us you are our friend welcome at, like as one and it sort of it echoed through the night as well on a couple of occasions to the point where to the point where actually the people weren't, <laughs> weren't sure what to do on at one point because everyone was still charting one of us one of us uh, and Jin's like yes he's one of you and went, it was great great fun but like I say Metal Harbor was fantastic hitting hearing Radical Highway live was great it, it was weird actually because of the way that, that Radical Highway is done in the same version. I was watching Radical. I was. I knew it was Radical Highway they were playing. I was watching Radical Highway on the video screen behind, and you know, for the life of me, I was going, "Is that really Radical Highway?" <laughs> there was just something about it. It didn't seem to jump. But fantastic time. At same, like I said, met a uh, number of. Oh, actually, by the way, I should I should I should add. Whilst it was summer sleep present, um, it was actually Jinsonoy.com was also helping out a lot behind the scenes, and they deserve a lot of credit too. Um, people came up to me afterwards from just sort of come going, yeah, yeah, it was uh, from that, and I'm like, like I've no idea who you are. I've, I've got, I've got. I know you've done a lot of work and, and what have you, just like, but apart from Benji, I don't know any of the Jinsonoy guys, so. Uh, but 
like I say, like I say, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I got to see, I got to see Ash. Ash was there from Sonic Paradise. I've been talking to Ash and saying how important Ash is to the community for ages, and got to see her. Uh, she came, came all the way from Spain, and I thought that was fantastic. Ah, uh, seriously, people, more love needs to go for Sonic Paradise. They do a hell of a lot. Check them out. Especially if, especially if English isn't your first language. Check out. Because it's them and the French sites that really do a, so much work for the Sonic community behind the scenes. Um, and for the non-English speaking community, those should be your two, your two stops, if I'm honest. Brilliant resources too. And, and really well done. Good news, good news outlet too as well. So yeah, keep keep them in mind in the future. Here, here ends the plug for everybody else. Like I say. But, uh, so it's great to catch up with people. I got to hang out with the Radio Sega crew. The night before, we took over the... Um, where was it? It was Loading Bar. We went in, in London. We took over, <laughs> took over the downstairs, essentially. Skyblaze, my old work colleague, Skyblaze was there. She was uh, putting out some fantastic music. I asked for Night Flight and she didn't have it. I'm not going to hold that against her. But that has reminded me I want to add Night Flight to this track list later. I always try and play Night Flight. It's the, you should know this by now. It's, it's, the, it's the outrun track that nobody remembers really and it should get more love this entire segment of me talking has been about give other people more love go on give them more love anyway uh next up we've got uh, some remixes actually uh we've got first up we've got cold wired and scared which is a uh, spark mandrel versus blizzard buffalo it's from OC Remix's Grand Maverick Remix Battle 2010. So we've got some Mega Man stuff here. Uh, with, and the remixer is Black Panther. So bear that in mind. That's going to be your first track. After that, we are going to... Uh, actually, you know, you know what we're going to do. We, we mentioned him earlier, so let's, let's have him again. We're from uh, Junsenoi's uh, The Works 2 album. Battle for Justice 2, the chain band version. That's going to be your second track. And the third track is uh, by the Blake Robinson Synthetic Orchestra. And it's from the Stanley Parable. But first, Black Panther and the Grand Maverick Remix Battle 2010 album, Cold, Wired and Scared.
Once upon a time, there was a man named Stanley, and that was some of the music from his game. Introducing Stanley there by the Blake Robinson Synthetic Orchestra from the Stanley Parable. Ultra Deluxe, of course. The uh, updated, expanded version coming to Switch and everywhere else. Uh, that was due out this year, never came, got delayed. So, uh, 2020, look forward to that, see what changed with regard to all the endings. Hope you're enjoying Winterfest so far, and uh, if you're an old-timer for Radio Redux, uh, glad to see you back. Radio Redux, by the way, is also on um, Spotify now. All the various LMC things. We've got LMC Cast. That's on there. That's a monthly thing that uh, the rest of the crew does, actually. It's not something that I, I do myself, but... The likes of so Turbo is normally host, but or sometimes it's Earthart, uh, and then you've got the likes of Vidra on there and TA Black and Shadow Fox and other folks, and they just basically chat, you know, about what what they watched over the last month, was all the films they've watched, the TV shows they've watched, the anime they've watched, what manga they've been reading, books, what music and albums they've been listening to, what comics. What games they've been playing, and it, they basically just have a big, wonderful discussion about that, what they're doing, what they're enjoying, what their thoughts were, what's late about the latest things they've seen in the cinema, all all manner of things regarding that. They just, just sit down and have a nice chat. Well worth checking out if you don't do so already. You can find that on iTunes and on Spotify, like I say, or just on the Last Minute Continue website itself who knows maybe maybe it'll come to uh, radio sega at some point there's like a little uh, monthly special i'd be up for that if uh, those guys are handing it over but yeah one an opportunity for them to sign and then of course other, otherwise if you're a wrestling fan you should definitely be watching the other last minute continue youtube channel for last minute kickout lmko which also has a audio version podcast version available on all good podcast related stockists and some you've probably not heard of but it helps with helps with google search listing but that's enough of that what are you hoping to get for christmas well i don't know i'm not sure what i'm getting you know what i i say, I say that i say that i know exactly what i'm getting for christmas because i ordered it there comes a point where you just go, especially if you've got family stuff, you just and they move and they come. They're coming to you. If you if you if you've got family are coming to you to stay for Christmas, which is the case now, and you know they've not necessarily got a car, it's actually just easier to say, "Hey, just give me a budget and I'll buy stuff for me." So I I am actually getting a lovely like boom not boom mic but you know like a mic art and a, a new microphone I've had this microphone here for as long as Radio Redux has been going I think I think that's the case might have been like season two or something but this is literally the the microphone that I've always had for the most part and it's you know it, it's lovely and all. And I'm fond of it, and I'm still using it, obviously, lots. But I'm getting a nice adjustable arm and a new microphone of much higher quality. And that's going to be my little, my little main present, if you like, for the year. So I can enjoy stuff when I'm doing my Twitch streaming. 
goodness me, there's lots of stuff coming out next year. There's lots of videos going up on YouTube. YouTube. LMC's YouTube actually is going to... It puts up one video a day without fail. Um, but as of about February next year, it's actually going to go to two videos. MC, we've got a ridiculous amount of stuff at the minute going up. I've still got to edit all manner of other things, such as... Um, there's an episode of Uncutting Careers waiting to be edited up. But I've got videos scheduled on the LMC YouTube channel too. Let me see. I could actually open up the Excel document. But I've got stuff to like... In like the, the first video, the first slot of the day, I've got stuff up until... I think... March at the minute. Or April. One of the two. There's lots of video content coming out. If you like gameplay, if you like a nice fun, nice, like a nice laugh and uh, a varied topic, just like I say, follow the LMC YouTube channel. Ah, lots of going on, obviously, in the world of Sega and Sonic, and has been over the course of the last year. Uh, at the time of recording, they've just put out the Chow in Space cartoon which um, immediately got my attention because it had Tikal in it. Or the ghost of Tikal, or the spirit of Tikal. Or, I don't know, or Innocence. <laughs> Innocence, a video game descriptor. Just Tikal. It's good to see her. And it was nice to see the, more of the, the cartoons. Nice little surprise for everybody. Uh, and of course, they did. They used Chow in space, so you finally got to see a bit of ch a bit of Chow in space, supposedly. And you had the image of Sonic having his nose ripped off, which is an interesting one. Merry Christmas, indeed. Merry Christmas, indeed. An actual actual character's nose being ripped off. That was a bit like that was like that whole bit at the end there with the hallucination was a bit like Pyro Vision, you know, Pyro from um, Team Fortress Two. And the, like the alternate reality that they were living in, and they're always doing all these terrible pirates do actually all these terrible things, but actually thinks that they're being like nice and lovely and and cuddly and friendly. When in actual reality, they're just burning people to death uh, and stuff like that. And instead, we have yeah, he's managed to pull the bottle off the end of the bottle off, and but we're well aware that that's actually Sonic's nose, and that he's just ripped off Sonic's nose for real. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We're about 48 minutes in. Yeah, 48 minutes into the show. Two-hour show. Lots to get through, as I say. Um, being as I'm recording, I can't do some of like, the standard stuff. I can't do things like Q&A AUK. Or whatever it is we called it, because AUK is not a thing anymore. So, um whatever it was Q&A with Kevin we can't do that because it's recorded that's unfortunate actually you know what I wonder if the various Radio Sega and actually I wonder if both the Radio Sega and LMC Discord both of which you should be signing up for by the way if you haven't already because we're probably going to be doing more stuff with Radio Sega in the future really luck um, I wonder if they can help out with some questions I'm going to set them that task and maybe have some lunch because it's that kind of time of the day. So uh, I'm going to set that task. And in the meantime, while this is going on, almost like 
this is happening live in the background. I'm just, you know, just pretend that it is. Uh, we're actually going to have Star Fox Adventures and Dark Ice Landing Strip, followed by uh, Immortal Combat from Mortal Kombat 11, Wilbert uh, Roger. Uh, David Wise was actually the uh, composer of Dark Ice Landing Strip, by the way. Uh, and then a third track. Now, what can we have for a third track? How about Sonic Riders, Zero Gravity, or Shooting Star Story, if you so prefer, and Aquatic Time? And we'll go into those a little bit later. But first, enjoy. Thank you. 
classic time from Sonic Riders Zero Gravity by uh, Fumi Kumatani. Well, I asked them. Uh, I asked the Discord. I didn't ask the Radio Sega Discord because I realised it would be kind of rude if I suddenly started doing effectively my show prep in the middle while somebody's actually trying to do their show. So uh, I thought that was kind of rude. So instead I asked the LMC Discord and uh, I did get some questions back to be asked and hey let's do that uh, it's basically the crew basically the crew answered so answered the call let's see what we have shall we <clears throat> uh first up is actually turbo uh which say characters would you like to put together for a wrestling stable and what would that stable be called right i actually had a, a bit of a think about this uh and I ended up coming up with it wasn't much a stable as a faction, okay. So this is this is what we got. Um, we've got Ethan Thomas from Condemned, uh, Michael Ford from Conduit, Michael Thornton from Alpha Protocol, Sam uh, Gideon from Vanquish, uh, Dan Marshall from Binary Domain, and uh, last but not least, Aiden Geary from Stormrise. So we've got a, we've got a six-person faction here. They're coming to take over all of your Sega, all of which all of, I just realised all these games basically came out when I was working for them. Never mind. Um, uh, yeah. So even even Thomas, Michael Ford, Michael Thornton, Sam Gideon, Dan Marshall, and Aiden Geary—they are the forget-me-nots. You've forgotten their games, everybody, and they want to get their revenge. They're a, they're a very very motivated heel group. They know where you live. They've already kidnapped Ula and at least half the cast of Super Monkey Ball. And unless their demands are met, I'm afraid there's going to be more crappy mobile ports. It's a pretty strenuous threat. That and they're gonna they're gonna rehire the people who did all of the uh, PC ports from the two thousand eight or two thousand nine. They're gonna rehire Backbone Entertainment. This, this, this is what you've got to worry about now. And every, not only that, every single game will be given Dimps physics, but later Dimps physics. Terrifying! Terrifying. What video game would you like to see turned into a board game and vice versa? This is a very difficult question actually now because so many video game properties get switched into board games now and indeed vice versa. Um, there's a lot of tactical ones out there. Of course, a Sniper Elite uh, as is... Uh, Rebellion just released a Sniper Elite board game which uh, did gangbusters by the sound of things at uh, the show they were at recently. But everything's got a board game. I mean, isn't there like a Devil May Cry board game or something? I mean, there's there's all the board games that came out in the 80s and indeed late 70s, I think, based on arcade properties. So there's everything from like everything from like Frogger's got a game, a board game. There's multiple board game versions of Pac-Man. There's been several Sonic-related board games. 
or at least you know tabletop experiences let's say we've got we've got at least there's three versions of monopoly with sonic there's the chess sonic there's all sorts there really is um Likewise, other things. I mean, Monopoly is like a subgenre all of itself. But in terms of, in terms of actual thing, I, I'm still curious as to what XCOM as a board game is like. Um, I do sort of keep an eye on that just to see if it goes like crazy price anytime, and I might get it. <sighs> but for board, I don't know video games to become an actual board game. That is, hmm. I'd quite like to see, actually saying that, a like Dungeons and Dragons style adventure, but for Zelda. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, again, you could also sort of paste over the top, let's say, something along the lines of Elder Scrolls. Could you see a could you see a Skyrim board game? A Skyrim board game with some sort of novelty thing so you could fusrodar things. That'd be good. A board game turned into a game though. Hmm. Again, there's a lot of crossover here. Um Discounting. I'm saying this, but discounting versions on Tabletop Simulator, I would like to... Actually, no. No. I was going to say Red Dragon Inn. No. I want to see a proper video game version of Atmosphere. That's what I want to see. I want to see... I want to see that. I think it would be really interesting. Uh, it would be yet another way of actually playing that. It's evolved from VHS tapes through to uh, DVD, uh, and it's evolved the experience every every time. It's all go so for its next set of iter iterations, making like it completely digital, making it a well, you can make an make it app based, maybe. I don't know. I think I think a properly set up video game. Which takes into consideration, you know, the, the various abilities of uh, PCs nowadays. That would be really good, and you might be able to, if you know, it, say it came with a peripheral of sorts. You can might be able to do some sort of like really crazy stuff with that. One for debate, anyway. One for debate. Any other questions? <laughs> Double Cross asks, "Is your mother a mother now?" That might seem like a very strange question, but we were playing um, a video game. I was actually streaming on Discord and just playing it along the other day. Uh, a game called Kyle is Famous. Is it Kyle is Famous? I actually have to double check this now. I'm, I'm slightly doubting my own memory. Uh, Kyle is Famous. Yes, Kyle is Famous. It's a... It's, I mean, you can get it on Steam now for what is a, it's a free game. Uh, basically, Kyle tries to prepare for the most important interview of his life. And you choose you, you choose your path, choose your story one. 
uh, 21 endings, and you, you've just got to accept the consequences of this very comedic and zany adventure. And upon writing questions, on Double Cross's playthrough, upon writing questions, um, one of the options was... <laughs> was talking about your mother, and you're giving three options. One of them is like, is your mother a mother? So it's like, uh, it's like, are you a mother? Um, have you a mother? And is your mother a mother? And double cross is your mother a mother? But unfortunately, we never found out the answer to that question because of the way uh, the game is. It's very, very turn-based. You've got X amount of time. You've got like thirty hours to do. There is basically you've got thirty turns um, or thirty actions, let's say, in order to actually achieve what's being achieved, and. Yeah, we never found out what it was. We ran out of time, and instead something else happened, which I won't reveal. But it's a free game, well worth trying. Fun, fun little party thing you can do with friends. If you really want the uh, soundtrack, it's on Steam for, for sale. And uh, yeah, that's going to be my answer for, for Double Cross. Is actually, and I didn't answer it. Is my mother a mother? Is um, well, yes. She's um, she's a she's a mother of a son, which sounds makes makes that sound like a horrendous insult, but she is you know she she is a mother. She's she is a, my mother is a mother in every way that a mother uh, can be defined as a mother. There we go. That sounds like a pretty comprehensive answer that even Double Cross can't deny. Um, let's see, any other questions. I've got one, which is why didn't I bring a drink in here before I started, sat down and started doing the rest of this? Um, given the opportunity, says Vija, to cross over Sonic with any other franchise, what would you choose? Hmm, dangerous, oh, the dangerous question. Oh, oh God. We'll get rid of the dangerous question in a minute. Um, crossing Sonic with another property. Hmm. What is that called? Uh... You know what? I've completely forgotten the name of that game. It inspired by Sonic. What's it called? It's actually inspired by Sonic, and I can't remember what it's called. And I own it. What is it? What is it? Freedom Planet, that was the one. Uh, I'd like to see Freedom Planet cross over with Sonic, actually. Um, obviously, there is that background if you're unfamiliar with Freedom Planet, let's say. There is that background going on, so... Uh, I mean, that would be fun. But in terms of, obviously, gameplay and mechanics that would switch over well there's a lot of sort of story beats that would cross over very well as well and i'd be interested to see what the freedom planet dev team could do so let's say in conjunction with uh, headcanon and then we'll sort of see what happens from there that would be very interesting i think at the very least who else has questions for me? There must be somebody. Um, 
Alpha asks, how does Santa get down the chimney? Uh, ask first or head first? Well, hmm. Well, he doesn't so much do that now because everyone's got central heating. So everyone's got central heating and the end result is that actually, um, actually Santa made a bit of a deal a while back in terms of the various lock suppliers like, you know, like Yale and everything else and Chubb and, and people. So actually what, what you've got now is that Santa, the reason why Santa needs this, what, you, you know that jingling of bells you're hearing? As Santa's flying through the air. They're not bells at all. It's actually all the keys on this giant key set. This giant key ring that he's got. With all various skeleton keys for everybody's doors and all their locks. Everyone's patio. Patio doors. You know, everything. He's got a he's got a nice, clever little skeleton key. He doesn't need to go down chimneys anymore. And if he doesn't... And in the event of, you know, he's not got one... A, he can get in contact with the company pretty easy. But if not, he's got a brick. Uh, and a, a swift throw through the window. It's all sorted. Nothing to worry about. So uh, the answer is, does he get down, how does he get down the chimney? Uh, Arson feet first or head first? He doesn't do either. He doesn't go through down chimneys anymore. That's just, that's just Christmas propaganda that has been pumped into your awareness by those devious people at the greeting card companies and Hollywood. Don't trust them at all. It's all lies. All, all of it's lies. Except Santa, he's real. Nice man. Very good at Skittles. So, any more for any more for any more. Um, what was your game of the decade? Game of the decade? Ooh. Wow. Uh, wow, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> video games from... of the decade. I know, because my... A lot of the really good ones I've just not played. Um, I ooh, from the uh, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say of the ones that I've played. I wouldn't say it's my favourite one, but I would still say it's game of the game of decade in terms of the terms of the ones I've played. And it's you know, it's I would say I would say Skyrim. Uh, I think it's one of the games out there that's had within the last decade the most impact uh, on the genre itself. Uh, it's uh, brought a new sense of life to the Elder Scrolls franchise which of course they're still you know they're still milking that as much as they can so yeah I'm gonna go with that that's what I'm gonna go with for my choice and thank you for the question though uh, 
So, what brought you to the community? What brought you to the Sega Sonic community? Well, uh, it was... Uh, it's an old tale, but I'll retell it quickly. Uh, basically, I was working at university. I was doing an all-nighter in what was known as the sort of Learning Resource Centre, the LRC. They didn't have libraries or anything. Then. It was always, always the Learning Resource Centre. Because libraries weren't cool, but Learning Resource Centre's got computers in them. Whereas if you called it a library, then, you know, people might not. Anyway, um, so it was about... <laughs> I'm going to say like three in the morning on a like a Thursday or something I'm doing an all-nighter to work on what was actually some 3D modeling I was trying to make I was trying to even 3D Studio Max I was trying to make a car and I just can't do 3D modeling I just can't there, there, was, there, there was fundamentals about the controls which I just didn't know and I was desperately trying to get anything to look right. I couldn't get the camera square, so nothing lined up. There was there was just a big gap in knowledge there, which uh, I think I'd been like ill or something, and I'd missed a, I missed a lesson. Although they were all, I just didn't have the the knowledge or the notes or, or something. I just couldn't get it to work, and the software was being buggy too. And I was being distracted by this thing called the internet, which was kind of big at the time. You may have heard of it. The result was I ended up just looking up some old, old video game stuff that I had been interested in. Uh, and when I was a kid, I was kind of into Sonic. Not the game necessarily, because I didn't have uh, an original you know, system. The only Sega system I ever you know, owned was actually the Game Gear, which is another story in and of itself, believe me. But I was also fans, always a fan of Sonic uh, and the, exp the expanded media. I had a couple of comics back in the day of uh, Sonic the Comic, but you know it was just like a couple I picked up somewhere. It, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really a massive fan of them. But Sonic on television, cartoon Sonic, whether that's Satam or Sonic. Um, uh, Oh, sorry, Adventures of Sonic. For some reason, I was I was suddenly thought the new Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. It was like that was some kind of some some additional spin-off I just made up in my head. Uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog or Satam or even Underground. You know, big fan of that. Uh, I'd get up early in the morning for you know uh, on, on a Sunday. Did you really on a Sunday as opposed to Saturday? But is that early in the morning on a Sunday Channel 4 you had Adventures Sonic the Hedgehog and if not they'd probably show Sharky and George who are the crime busters of the sea as I'm sure you remember uh, and they love any mystery turns out except you know why is the sea going all weird and why are we eating all this plastic if Sharky and George had continued it would be this horrendous morality tale very dark <laughs> but the point was I was up every, I was up every um, up early at the weekend to, to see this and if not I was taping it on the on the VHS uh, and I'd see that after either football practice or a football match depending on what what I was doing because I was I played in the football team when I was a kid uh, I was a centre back 
and very occasionally I was a left and right back. <laughs> I was a full-time defender, basically, is what I did. Uh, for a town called, for, for a side called uh, Hailsham United, which was the uh, it was the youth team, youth set up, and Hailsham Town was the adult set up. Uh, and so it's some uh, one point my dad was manager of the team because there was nobody else, and that was just misery. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting into this. Anyway, uh, point was. Uh, I was a big Sonic fan then, and I remember full well in 1992 when everybody went round to Jamie Cox's house. Who, Jamie Cox was in my primary school class, and he lived in the road uh, or down the road next to mine. So, was, and uh, we'd, we'd hang out and play occasionally on our bikes. Uh, as as is the norm of of when you're that when you're that age, uh, and he got Sonic Two, and there was literally a queue of kids who were queuing up to play Sonic Two, or well, they're queuing up to play as Tails uh, in two player mode. So, it, it, well, it naturally he did like completed the game three times, and he was an absolute master. One of those one of those kids, you know, played it, mastered it, and oh yeah, now you can play with me. And of course, uh, it got to my turn. Finally, it was I mean, literally about like ten kids like, in in the room, queued up around around the TV, uh, outside the room to the landing where the stairs were, and some of them were down the stairs too. Uh, and it eventually, got to my turn, and I lasted I don't know all of about five seconds. It felt like I felt like as tails, but it was, but I enjoyed it immensely, and things went on from there. But uh, but after. So, but so ironically it was Sonic 2 on the Game Gear and owning that I kind of started to lapse from being a fan because Sonic Triple Trouble on Game Gear I, it's one of my favourite games of all time legitimately one of my favourite games of all time I would happily if you gave me the choice between any other game that's, you know, that's modern and a Game Gear with Sonic Triple Trouble on it I would pick Sonic Triple Trouble no joke. But Sonic, Sonic 2 on the Game Gear was, was something else. It was a frustrating mess. I've gone on many times about why I hated the game. And it can boil down to one word, which is hang gliders. And having no indication about when the wind was blowing. And it's just, like, just, just endless death. And you, know, you can't, you just, just couldn't get past the thing. And it was just so frustrating. Anyway, so I was looking up Sonic and what's going on with Sonic and one of the things that popped up on what would have been Yahoo at that time was this site called the Sonic Stadium. Mm. And I thought, that's a silly name, but I went into it and it was, yeah, it was a competent website and they were doing something at the time called the Sonic Site Awards. And I read the awards, and I was actually very interested into as to how wide this community was, how in depth it was. There was there was loads of websites out there for Sonic, and I had no idea that those ever existed. I didn't know the Sonic Stadium existed, let alone all these other ones that were going along, and apparently had some of them been going on for a while. That's pretty cool. 
Um, I, I found out that Slick Stadium was British, and that's pretty cool. So hey, you know, maybe they're local, I don't know. Bear in mind that I'm still absolutely bored out of my skull at this point. And I'd been doing my own stuff with uh, kevskingdom.com at that stage, which is my old website, which I did like just like some like creative writing and drabbles, as you would call it now, and uh, little skip things and, and what have you. And I was reading through all these things, and then I got to sprite comics. And I didn't know sprite comics were a thing either. Never seen one before. I knew that there were like people doing like web comics out there, but not sprite comics. And I looked at the sprite comics that they had in it, and the ones that had won. And I looked, and I actually said out loud, "There's nobody isn't it?" But but talk about you know moment of you know you know not destiny exactly, but you know, you know moment your life changed. I said out loud to nobody in this room, that's rubbish. And it was. Honest to goodness, it was the, the sprite of the one, I can't remember what it was, but I thought it was really crap. And I said out loud, I could do better than that. And it was around that same time that I'd got myself uh, a GameCube bought a GameCube off of a mate and one of the games that came with it well one of the games that I made sure I got with it I should say was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle and then and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle got me back into being a Sonic fan and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle inspired me to start doing Sonic Rex and Sonic Rex ended up being a subsection of kevskingdom.com and it grew and it grew and slowly it sort of took over and eventually there came this point where I just had to say well it's now this going forward and I jumped junked everything else and then Sonic Rex spun off into its own entity and it came bigger and bigger and bigger and the comics did better and better and better and within like a year and a bit a year or two years I think I think it was two years it was Sonic Rex that won the, the, the Sonic Sight Awards uh webcomic sprite award thing uh and we were like winning sight of the year and stuff like that so it was a pretty major thing so uh, it was a, what got me into the actual community was a combination of serendipity with this with the sonic sight awards uh but also sonic adventure 2 battle specifically battle I would then go on to buy Sonic Adventure DX and wonder what on earth everyone was so happy about with Sonic Adventure. I thought it was really rubbish. It's dated terribly. Absolutely awfully. As I've said many times. Um, but Sonic Adventure 2 Battle loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I kind of got into following the games and playing the games again from that point on. I have spoken for quite a while now. So I am going to head off. Uh, and by heading off, that means I'm actually going to uh, play you some more music. Now, I said, actually, we're going to have a little bit of a theme coming up for this next set of musical tracks. And that is that they're all related to the world of driving. In fact, we're not going to have three tracks. We're going to have four tracks. Lucky old you. So we actually got first up... Uh, 
D uh, DK Snowboard Cross from Mario Kart Wii. That's going to be your first track. And then following that, we've got, uh, well, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll put it together because why not? Uh, we'll put Mario Kart in with Team Sonic Racing. So Team Sonic Racing's going to be the second track. Ice Mountain's lap music from Ice Mountain, obviously done by Hyper Potions and Jun Tsunoi. And after that, well, I'll introduce you to some, uh, some more, some more tracks. Why not? We'll have two tracks, I'll introduce the next two, and then, uh, yeah, just get a little break here. Hope you're enjoying Radio Sega Winterfest. I certainly am. More to come. Stay tuned.
Hyper Potions, Jinsenoi. I'll be honest, I'm not a massive fan of Hyper Potions, but uh, I do appreciate uh, the Ice Mountain map music. So, a nice combination there, Mario Kart Wii and Team Sonic Racing, aka Sonic and No All-Stars Racing. Up next, we have two tracks. One is from Lauren Julier, and it's called Cold Light. We're sticking some, some cold and wind-related theme stuff in here, as you may have gathered. Uh, this is a very nice chilled out track uh, and is from the sine wave digital radio channel from the crew actually uh, and if you've never listened to any of that i would recommend doing so the sine wave digital channel um, which i didn't put in the crew too which i really don't understand why uh, big shame uh, legitimately a reason that impacted me buying the game because they didn't have any of that in uh, so Cold Light is first it's a very chill, relaxed one really good music to work to really very good music to work to we're going to follow that up with something that's a little bit more high tempo a little bit more energy and that's going to be uh, from the artist Dusty from the Initial D Best Song Collection album Love Injection, The Extended Mix, F.O. That's the next two tracks. First up, it's The Crew and Laurent Julier's Cold Light.
Love Injection. That ends our sort of quartet of driving games. Anyway, so there was actually another set of questions, and I say another set. Um, but the Random Genius tier black did actually send me some questions. Actually sent me a, a number of questions. Um, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, seven? <laughs> Yes, seven. And seven must be its time for the magnificent seven. Oh, an old an old favourite from Radio Redux gone by. And Demix of Sonic Star used to give me seven questions that I would answer. Well, I guess it's um, TA Black's Magnificent Seven. Let's start off. What was your most surprising video game related announcement for 2019? He asks. Um, the Sonic movie? The Sonic movie redesign actually looking good? Uh, I, I could honestly talk for a very long time about recent stuff from Garden the Sonic movie. There's a lot of very uh, upsetting stuff especially in the last few days, that should really be unpacked and unpacked well. Maybe the likes of TSSZ will do a bit of an, more of an in-depth piece on that, uh, and if so, I recommend reading that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that they actually did the redesign, you know, fair enough. The fact that it looked good, that surprised me. I And it was essentially everything that we kind of wanted in terms of a design, what was acceptable in terms of parameters of the movie and the reimagining of the design. Um, it was so much better. I've just seen question three. I'm not happy with question three. Um, <laughs> but it was so much that we actually wanted and it just delivered. So uh, I was surprised by that. I was, I was just really surprised by that. Given that we're in the era of remasters, what one game would you like to see remade, remastered or remade? Turrican 2. Uh, Turrican series as a whole. I know that it's in copyright hell in terms of who owns what, including who owns the name, who owns the games. I don't know who owns the games anymore. That's that's another one. I need to, but... HD cell shaded type version of Turrican, I think would be great. Uh, Turrican, Turrican 2, Turrican 3, Mega Turrican, whichever one you call the last, the last one. Uh, that would be something I'd really, really like to see. Number three is what is the unofficial meme of the year? Uh, I don't know. What memes have been big in 2019? That's a good question. Google, tell me, and I'll give you an idea. 2019 popular memes. Uh... uh It's not that. 
let's see, it's, I'm going to say, uh, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Avenge of the Fallen meme. Uh, from the last Avengers film. I'm going to say that. But for want of anything else going on, I'm going to say that. Yeah, no bottle cap challenges or anything like that. It's going it's to be that. Okay, we'll, 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 go, we'll go with that. In second place, um, I don't know. Actually, I'm just looking through this and just going, no, 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 these, no, these are funny. Um, maybe untitled, maybe, maybe all the memes from Untitled Goose Game. Let's go with that. I love Untitled Goose Game. I, I really do. Probably my favourite uh, new game franchise, if you like. Oh, that's handy. Number seven's about the goose. Okay, that's good. Um, which one game released in 2019 would you have most liked to play? Between oh, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, quite simply that. Uh, I love, like I say, Untitled Goose Game. I've watched so many YouTube videos about Untitled Goose Game. I can't wait to get my hands on the game, become a horrible goose, and just ruin the lives of an entire village. I I, I think it's, it's the most excitement I've got to look forward to on uh, the Switch or PC when it actually comes to PC without, you know, the silly store nonsense. So I'm going to go on the basis of that. What is your pick for the fifth DLC character of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Oh, well, they're doing more now, though, aren't they? They're doing so. They're doing more now. Um, um, who would be a good? Oh, actually, I've got one. Um, Harrier from Space Harrier. That's my choice. Next one. It's never going to happen. Uh, but. If you'd have asked me before, um, I'd have done uh, Terry, and he's going in now. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with that. All the goose, goose would be hilarious. Uh, given the continued trend of video games and. As movies or TV shows, what series would you like to see on the big screen? Hmm. What would be an interesting one? Um, uh, you know what? I mentioned it earlier as part of one of the answers. Actually, Binary Domain. I think Binary Domain would be a very interesting television series, if, very, if fully realised. There's a few others as well, but maybe Binary Domain. Uh, maybe Condemned too, actually. I mean, like a really dark one. Condemned would be interesting to do. Condemned would, be, Condemned would be basically horror Stranger Things. I could see that happening. Uh, and the final question of the... Uh, 
this alternate version of Magnificent Seven is the goose, megalomaniac, mastermind, or just misunderstood. Is this the book written by Rita Skeeter, by any chance? Uh, megalomaniac, mastermind, or just misunderstood? Um, no, the goose is a bastard. Uh, it, it, it is a Machiavellian schema. It is a torturer. It is a school bully. If it if it had the ability to, that goose would, you know, pull the wings off of flies. It pull legs off of spiders. It would attack an ant nest with a magnifying glass. It would dunk you headfirst in the toilet and then flush away. That is what that goose is. It is not misunderstood in the slightest. If you've seen the end game of Untitled Goose Game, believe me when I say it is everything you thought it was. <laughs> That's the end of uh, that series of questions. We are under 10 minutes to go. Goodness me, goodness me. Um, up next on Winterfest, he says because who knows the schedule might have changed uh, but if you're if you're listening to this live uh, you've got the following coming up immediately after this show uh, you've got Sword of Sega hosted by uh, True Skies aka Captain Cloud Tracer and uh, she's going to be giving us some more RPG related music uh, you've got her for a uh, couple of hours, actually. A couple of hours of Sword of Sega. Brilliant to see Zelda Sega back, actually. I know it takes a lot of work, uh, Sword of Sega. Um, Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy follows on. Uh, and then two hours after that, or perhaps longer if Rexy overruns, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, is Skyblaze uh, with Hidden Palace. Uh, for a good hour's wondrous music with her and then we get to round things off the Sega Lounge with KC and who knows there may be other stuff I don't know things might have switched around I know there's been uh, some stuff on the Saturday which has switched around so uh, if you want to find out more and for the very very latest obviously make sure you follow Radio Sega on Twitter at Radio Sega alternatively radiosega.net for the very latest in what's happening and obviously to make sure you're listening into the rest of the stuff and if you are getting to this at a later date if you if you're listening to this on If you're listening to this on the likes of Spotify or iTunes or what have you, uh, then uh, why not head over to Radio Sega anyway? 24-7 stream, awesome music, awesome folks doing awesome shows. We need to have some awesome music to finish up though. So we've got Tap A Go Go is the first track from Let's Tap, actually, uh, by the artist Yam, followed by uh, a remix by Amphibious from the Sonic Zone remix competition, another OC remix track, and it's called Bone Shark, which is actually a mix of Rusty Ruin and Aquarium Park. Last but not least, though, is Go Infinity Ignite Infinity remix by Annette Marie Cottrell from Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity. That's not something you get hit played on Radio Sega often, I'm guessing. Anyway, those are the tracks. And that, folks, 
is the end of the show. Thank you so much indeed for listening in. I'll be back at some point in the future, no doubt. Maybe next Winterfest. Who knows? Or maybe, just maybe, there might be some other Radio Reduxes coming soon in the future. You never know. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your new year. See you in 2020. Bye, everybody. <laughs>